Hi guys and welcome to the Born From Nature podcast. I'm your host Monty Sharma and this is our first episode so thank you for taking the time to tune in. I just want to do a really quick shout out to all my mentors, my family, my friends and all the amazing humans I've met along the way. You've all been an amazing mirror for me to stare into my mind, my body and my soul so thank you. Now Born From Nature, what is Monty, what, what, are we, what is that? What are we going to be talking about? Tell me a little bit more. So, born from nature. First of all, I just want to start the discussion. As we actually look at, we're actually entering a new millennium. And actually, in the last 20 years, we've actually entered a new century. So, there's been a lot of discussions that have been, been had all over the world about so many interesting topics. So, I really wanted to start the discussion. I actually wanted to join the discussion with some really big topics that are, that we're getting faced with. For example, like climate change. What is that? What is that? And how how far spread is that? And what can we be doing to to be helping the Earth in the process of climate change and healing it? What is that? Where is our energy coming from? How are we doing sustainably? You know, what is well-being? What does health? What does mental health? What what conditions are humans going to be faced with in the future? How our economic... What is our economic status um, between all the different tiers of humans with different incomes? And how is that all working out? How are we getting resources to people in third world countries? There's some really big questions that are coming up for, for us in our generation, so I'm really excited to be part of this discussion. So let's let's start the discussion. Now you might be feeling a little bit heavy after some of the topics that we're talking about, but I wanted to share a little bit of a ray of light, you know, really when I when I think about it, it's a ray of light. Like I've started researching this, you know, in the last kind of couple of years and, you know, it really has added a lot of value to my life and I wanted to kind of share it uh, in this podcast, not only because I think it's a really awesome kind of framework and way to like add extra tools into everyone's belt so they can, when, you know, when they're, you know, out in life doing their thing, they can just have another lens, another perspective to look under. So, it's a hype word. It's been a bit of a hype word over the last kind of, you know, the last like 10, 10 years. It's like slowly gaining more and more. The word's permaculture. And so it's actually developed by two guys uh, from Australia, uh, Bill Mollison and David Holgren back in the 1970s. And just like over the last like 50 years, it's just kind of gained more and more uh, traction. And a lot of people are seeing a lot of value in it. And what it is, is it, it's what I like, kind of like, this. it's a framework really. And it has a set of like really like core values and then like principles to follow. And it cannot be only used practically within like landscaping and, and, and growing spaces and like the green spaces, but also like as a way of living, like as a human, you know, like a value system, like a standard of living, like a, a, like a way to spark like curiosity and to really question how we're living our lives. Like it really, you know, it's, it's pretty great, you know? So 
I just wanted to like touch base on this topic and this will set down some really cool foundations for like the future conversations that I have with you guys and also like when we have these guest speakers in and we're like, you know, we're going, you know, having a really hot exchange of really cool topics that, you know, we're all in on the same lingo and we're all talking the same language. You know, we can move these conversations a lot quicker when we're just using using really like, you know, very specific terms and we can communicate what we want to very easily and quickly and efficiently. This is what that podcast is, you know, it's all built around. So here we go. The permaculture values first, there's three of them and they're great. They're actually awesome. So number one, care for the planet. Bam, amazing. You know, moving forward, let's definitely internalize that into every single thought before we do something sounds great care for people another you know another amazing value system and then the final one is fair share just share everything let everything be an exchange let everything like let everyone grow from like we can look at nature and we can observe this everything is constantly exchanging and sharing and you know it's it's this really cool little like system that we have you know framework is just like it's a really cool way to interact with each other and now there's 12 principles and so i'm going to just like quickly run over them and let you know we're gonna we're gonna just we're gonna get through it together you know we're gonna become it's gonna be a character building experience so buckle in let's do it First of all, if you've made it this far, thank you so much for um, sharing your time with me and uh, I'm going to try my best to, uh, to really get through all this as quick as possible. So thank you and here we go. Number one, observe and interact. So this is great. Observing anything before you get your hands and like start trying to understand and do stuff about it is crucial, you know? Like we can look at this you know, with the way land is used, we always just like, you know, we're always just, we observe it and we go, oh, we, this is all things we can do with it. And we don't really take the time to really sit, like look at the way that the water's running over the land and where we can like add in swales and where we can like landscape and, you know, like really like when we buy a lot of land, it'd be awesome if someone just had like a year to just observe it, just really like see it through all the seasons and where the sun like hits it and where it dries out and where maybe they should like have specific plants and like water bodies and stuff like that would be amazing. But also from like a, like a human sense, like sitting down with someone and really observing them, like when they're talking to you, like really like look them in the eye and really try and understand how they're trying to interact with you. Really observe what they're doing with their body. And then so when you do go to interact with them, you know, you have a really awesome exchange. Like sounds great to me. I, it's a great, it's a, it's a great first principle. Number two, so energy is everywhere. So catch and store, catch and store. It's another, you know, you know, we look around. There's thermo, thermo. There's electronic. There's magnetic. There's gravitational. There's kinetic. There's money. There's so much energy around us on a day-to-day basis that when really when we 
when we start to look around and be curious about that, you can find a lot. And so tapping into these energies and then for them to be them become like a passive energy capture for us and to be giving us energy on a day-to-day basis, like that's really awesome. I think moving forward so we can reduce the need for such massive infrastructure and people can start to support the support themselves and as a grid together you know for solar panels for example they're not like they're not like they're not amazing incredibly amazing yet but they you know they you know we're investing money in it and it's getting better and so as a community as a web if everyone was using solar panels you know our our grids would be under so much less stress you know that's that's really cool we could invest that infrastructure money somewhere else i think that's a great idea so number three obtain a yield and so what does that mean so kind of queuing it off the three core principles like these kind of go hand in hand so that was earth people and fair share so you know when we're when we're taking these into consideration when we're making tangible yields for ourselves you know these are like also kind of call them goals, I guess, we can, we can set some really amazing things for ourselves. And also, these can be intangible. So for example, if we want to experience happiness and we're building like a framework to build happiness, that's amazing. Like go through the process, like obtain what you really want out of an experience. Like if you want to make a garden yourself, what do you want to experience when you have a garden? Do you want to like grow your own herbs and you want to like walk out there every afternoon after a long day of work and like like hand pick some herbs and then walk into the kitchen and be like, okay, I'm going to make like a fresh tomato-based sauce from this. Like is that going to bring happiness to you? Like so obtaining a yield and, and, and really looking at those first three core values from the, from the, from the permaculture framework. So, we're up to number four. Keeping myself, I've got my notes in front of me. I'm going for it. Apply self-regulation and feedback. I mean, yeah. So, as a business, I guess this makes a lot of sense. You know, looking at your numbers, looking at, um, you know, what you're selling, what you're not selling, and evaluating the whole process and providing not only feedback for yourself but allowing other people to give you feedback and taking it in and actually applying it awesome but also on a personal level you know working from a place of evaluation um you know that's awesome so like as an individual like let's just like let's just use this as an example so energy let's talk about money money is a source of energy and so how and where we're spending our money and like bringing that to consciousness, this allows us to make some really informed decisions about who we are financially supporting. And so looking at plastic, you know, plastic is a massive problem. Like if we're investing in companies that actually care about their like life cycle of their product, like sure, they might be a little bit more expensive, but like, yeah, like let's put a little bit more money into their pockets so that when they're, when they're like out there in that world innovating and doing their best to serve, you know, the earth and people and to get fair share, you know, we're really supporting businesses that care. 
you know, we're not supporting big corporate frameworks that, you know, really they all they want is your money. They don't, they don't always want the best for the planet. But for sure, if you do your research, you can definitely find the businesses you want to financially support. Okay, number five, use and value renewables. So like what resources are around you? Like if you walked out into your backyard, could you like find your water? Do you have a water tank? Is that like something that you have? Do you have solar panels? Do you have like little wind turbine or something like that? Like what resources do you have around you? And how can you make a tangible yield from that? You know, like how can we like stop relying on finite resources that are like, for example, like fossil fuels, they're a finite resource. We're using them and they create a lot of pollution. So how can we, how can we just like really look at our renewables and, and use them and really like understand how much, like how much they, how much positive they bring in the world. And like that, that's awesome. Like I think, I think working in solar for a few months, I was like, yeah, everyone needs solar panels. This is great. You know, it, it's initially very expensive, but like if we're all doing it, it's going to get cheaper. That's a great, that's a great technology. Number six, we're halfway guys. Stick with me on this one. Produce no waste. So ideally we would make no waste. So if we went down, so like if say for example, we went down to the shops, we would just invest in products and food and whatnot that just had no waste. But I mean, I like at the end of the day, we're going to have metal or cardboard or a little bit of plastic, but we can make very conscious decisions about what waste we get and then how we use it at home and um, how we can actually close the loop. So what that means is like recycling is not really closing the loop. It's actually like, and it's going somewhere else. So it's about like, looking at waste that we have and then bring it back into the circle and then does another loop and maybe can do another loop and then like for example like i use a lot of my plastic bottles for propagation bays for my plants so they just keep getting used until you know they literally can't be used but you can just forever use plastic because it just doesn't it doesn't degrade so bam like just be innovative about how you produce no waste it's a great principle Number seven, this is a really good one. I really, I get this one. I, I use it a lot. So design from patterns to details. So I'm just going to repeat that one more time. Design from patterns to details. So whether you're going to be starting a new weight loss program or you're like got a new veggie patch coming out and you want to do this at home, you really need to observe and really see what we're going to be, what we, like where we're going to be investing our energy and then bring clarity to what we really what we really want to do because if we take the time to really observe patterns then when we go to start and you know, we got some cool action plans and we know they're going to work like if you know how you're going to get out of bed every morning and go for a run or if you're going to get home from work and you have you can see your own patterns in yourself that you can like have food ready and it can like get you in the mood to cook yourself a really healthy meal it means like when we start the process, we're just going to accelerate the whole thing. So once you start going through all the details, we're really, at the end of it, we're really meeting all our intentions and they're being met. That, like that's exciting. You get to the end of the process, you look back and you're like, oh man, I really enjoyed that process. 
that was really exciting. That was really fun. I had a lot of play and there was a lot of value and I learned a lot, you know, like it's all about like enjoying the process, at least from my experiences, especially when you go to do something. So patterns, two details, that's a really good one. That's helped me a lot. Number eight, integrate and don't separate. So I don't know where that came from, but I'm getting there. Taking the time to understand how we can integrate through community, collaboration and cooperation is critical. We literally can't do anything alone. We are, like, we are so much stronger together. And through the timeline of evolution, it's why we exist today. Like integrate and don't separate. Like, yeah, I mean, like no more really needs to be said. Like we came from monkeys. We all like band together. We all feed each other. We all clean each other. We all support each other when things go bad. And, you know, we're there for each other. Like make a little circle of friends that just are going to like hype you up and call you out on your like call you out on your things. Like I'm not going to say the, the, the S word. I'm just say things, whatever they are. Like this is, this is the magic. This is where the magic happens. Number nine, like use small and slow solutions. So I'm going to slow down for this one. Every journey starts with movement. So why not start with some baby steps and like set the foundations to succeed? You know, like so many people like start something new and they just like rail on it. They just like go crazy on it and they burn themselves out and they're like, oh, like I wanted to go to the gym and I was going like five times a week and I was like, ah, it's too much and now I'm not doing it. Like give yourself some time, like we overextend ourselves. There's like, yeah, sure, that's a big risk and we can make massive gains. We can also become really easily overwhelmed. So we have to learn to walk before we run. It's such like a cliche, but it's, it's so true, guys. Like, really, it's super true. All right, number 10. Here's a good one. I like this one. Using value diversity. I mean, as a plant person, I like when I'm walking in nature and I see a lot of diversity in the ecology, I'm like, hells yes. When we observe nature, like we really notice diversity in the system. And we, and when we see that, it, we can see how many amazing benefits it, it brings to everything around it. You know, like things are holding more water, things are exchanging uh, with bacteria underneath the ground and and also like look at your friend circle like if you have a really diverse friend circle like how much more like cultural like culturally like does that change up the perspective like you go to one friend they can say something and be like oh that's like my opinion on this on on this on this problem or whatever and you go to someone else and they they give you a completely different thing so diversity is and and is like super undervalued you know like yeah this this is laid true with people and communities since the beginning of time having diversity is a great thing like yeah i can't really nail this anymore like i feel like that's let's let's have diversity in our lives let's adapt together
use edges and value the marginal. Um, wow. So I like to like visualize this one as a shape. So if like we're coloring in a square, I go like we're like coloring in with like a pattern color. Let's go like today I'm feeling like like a really like poppy yellow. I get that yellow and like get it to the very edge of the line. Like use the whole square. Like you get like some real estate, you get some value from something and just like use, like integrate it all. Like this is how we can move forward sustainably. Like we're looking at all the resources that we have and that, that are available to us in this little like kind of packet in front of us, like visually looking. And then we're really like like valuing the entire situation and how we can exploit it to bring a massive advantage to ourselves. Like look in every crevice, like go like when you're not enjoying an experience, like really try and like sit with it and like understand why you're not enjoying it. Cause that this is like when we sit in our discomfort, this is where the magic happens. I definitely have been through this a lot with myself and uh, like overcoming this is a game changer. And like, this is going to be a whole episode on itself, but like, for example, like let's look at a growing, just a growing example, like vertical walls, just turning a wall into a super productive green space where you can just like eat veggies or you can like plant up a wall and have a sick green space in your house. Like, damn, like, yeah, sign me up, please. Okay, guys, you made it 15 minutes and 50 seconds. It's how long it took me. Number 12. Whew. change is going to happen in our lives. It's inevitable. And can we, like, can we be at the, like, the wheel of our future, you know? Do you want to, do you want to be at the wheel of your future? Like, I know I want to be. At this, this whole, like, this framework just allows us to be so much more conscious and present at the wheel. It allows us to design for change and help us to like really grasp where where we want to be and how we want to be there. It's really great. I think it's an amazing, you know, this is an amazing thing. Like creatively use and respond to change. That's number 12. Creatively use and respond to change. Like play, have fun, experiment. Like really enjoy the process. And when you yeah, when you're not enjoying the process, just just sit with it. If you're not ready that day, just put it down, come back with a fresh set of eyes and go talk to some friends and like yeah. So okay, so I'm just gonna round this I'm gonna round this podcast off. Here we go. While we spin around on this beautiful planet. I urge you to really sit with these principles as values, to not even think of them to be rules, to really embody them, to help you question where you are, where you want to be, and who you want to be in this lifetime. I mean, have curiosity. Really have curiosity about who you are and how you want to spend your life and who you want to spend it with. Like, what team do you want to be a part of? Like, search, adventure, 
Like spend time by yourself. Be comfortable with who you are. This is this is this is where the magic happens. So on my at least on my journey to becoming a more conscious human, this has really helped me. And so I really hope for you guys that you know it added some value to your lives and you know moving forward with the people we're going to be coming through this space i'm really excited i'm really excited there's some people doing some amazing things that i've been in contact with for now for a little bit and i'm so excited to have them in on this show and to talk to you guys so you so much for joining us on our first episode of born from nature Um, i'm your host monty sharma i uh yeah i'm so excited for our journey ahead you know this is only the first step so yeah really exciting times ahead and uh yeah if you wanted to follow me on instagram you can find me at urban botanica collective that's urban underscore botanica underscore collective um and yeah, you can follow my journey there and be up to date on all the updates. And yeah, thank you so much. This is Monty Sharma signing out. Then.